Hey, 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 what's going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If you are just first tuning into this show for the very first time and you're like, what in the world is this podcast all about? And you've guessed because of the title, it's got something to do with Minecraft. Well, you would be absolutely right. This is a podcast all about Minecraft updates. Whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game, that have been announced by the developers and we can expect to see in the future, or these are just speculations, theories, wish lists, things that we want to see come to the game, or just fun ideas that we throw around. That's the theme of this podcast, and if that sounds interesting to you, I invite you to stick around and listen because we're going to be talking about a lot of different kinds of ideas for Minecraft updates And I'm happy that you are here. So let's get things kicked off with a segment that I am kind of proud of because I feel like it's very unique and very different from a lot of podcasts um, out there. It's a QA and a segment. And usually Q&A means that um, you guys send me questions and I answer your questions. Um, but I like to turn it around and, uh, I like to, um, ask you guys questions and celebrate your thoughts and opinions. Now, if you would like me to do an episode where I answer your questions, uh, tell, let me know, uh, send me an email or let me know on the discord that, Hey, that sounds like a fun thing that uh, you have questions that you want to ask me and hear my thoughts and opinions or just anything you want to ask me at all. Um, yeah, you can let me know if that's something that you would want to see. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and get it kicked off with the Q&A segment of this episode. And a few episodes ago, I asked you guys, in your opinion, when does the end game begin in Minecraft? Now, this is something that I've always wondered about because a lot of people talk about the end game. Oh, this is an end game feature. Oh, you don't get that till the end game. Um, and I've been wondering, like, how do you define end game in a game that doesn't really have a terminus point. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't really have an actual end. We do have the end dimension and there is technically end game stuff. But when we say that, what do we actually mean? And my theory is that we mean a lot of different things that we don't all really agree on what the end game is in Minecraft. And looking at your answers, it appears that I was right about that. Uh, So Minecraft was my idea says probably when you get full enchanted diamond armor and enchanted elytra. Uh, Ryan Darkstormer says, I would say when you get diamond armor, because I haven't gotten it yet. (laughs) The Legender says, when you beat the Ender Dragon and you have looted the End Cities. Kalos says, when you open the End Portal and enter it, it requires two different items to be acquired before you accomplish that. Omega Godzilla says, when you have enough gear for losing all of your stuff, not to be a significant problem. So multiple elytras, large amounts of diamond gear, villager trading hall, etc. Really not having to work for the basic resources like food, gear, or even some blocks. The Arch Villager said, for me, the end game begins when you've got a farm of everything, even if you haven't beat the dragon yet. It's my birthday today. Oh, well, happy late birthday, the Arch Villager. High Hopes, friend of the podcast and fellow podcaster himself. He, he hosts The Beacon, which is a great podcast that you should check out. The link will be in the description of this episode if I can make myself remember to put it there. Well, High Hopes says, Endgame begins for me when I don't have tool progression. But I pretty much go that route right off the bat. I build to the farms so I can build to explore. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And those, all of those answers were from the Discord. So if you would like to participate in the Q&A segment on the Discord, the link is going to be in the description below. A lot of great people over there right now having a lot of cool conversations about things just like that. And so far, there's a lot of um, ideas here of saying, look, you've already gone to the end or you've got to the end of some sort of progression. So I think there's a lot of validity and logic in those answers. Let's get into the answers that we got from Spotify. Alex says, when you kill the dragon and get full netherite armor. So the, there's the, uh, the end sort of um, achievement and the nether achievement. Elijah says, when you have good armor, good tools, and the ender dragon is dead. Evan says, after getting enchanted diamond gear... Kirby says, when you die in hardcore, <laughs> and uh, I would say, yeah, that, that would do it. That would be the end of the game. Absolutely. Yesh Mango says, I think it's when you get everything done in the overworld and nether and ignite the end portal. And that's a good, interesting uh, phrase there, getting everything done. And again, that kind of depends on the player, doesn't it? Um, getting everything done could mean literally just building all of the things that you've ever wanted to build and making a you know villager trading hall with maxed out traders of all different kinds and, and having all sorts of farms. But it could also mean you've sped run the game and, you, and you've gotten all the basic things you have you know you've 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 uh, created another portal and you've come and you've and you've used ender eyes to uh, find the uh, end portal so that's what it could mean as well so there's a lot of different things that that could mean this person likes chickens forever says when you get absolute max armor and gear miles says when you get an elytra Pizza says the elytra is the end game. It makes building large or complicated structures much easier and faster, and it's the pinnacle of everything cool about Minecraft. Ooh, somebody really likes the elytra, and I don't know if I agree, <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Quinn says when you get decent potions and armor, then defeat the ender dragon, and then after that, you just have fun. Donkey Kong says when you enter the end. Super Chicken says once you see the credits after an ender dragon fight. Anna says, once you've crafted the Ender Eyes. John Marshmallow says, once you get an Elytra. LP says, once you defeat the dragon. Anna says, once you maybe make a base in the nether and get enough stuff from the nether and maybe an XP farm. The Torch says, when you have fought the nether and got to the end. George says, I think the end city should have rockets with the elytra. Well, that's not quite an answer to the question, but, you know, that's a that's a good point, George. <laughs> Energy Turtle says, when you kill the ender dragon, it's kind of the big boss. Chelsea says, when you go through the end portal, and I think we need a new end mob and a new end structure, because then everyone is happy. <laughs> I, I agree with you, actually. Floop says, when you have an infinite supply of what you need and both bosses are defeated. From there, you just have to be creative and build stuff or do hard challenges. Doc says, I think when you kill the Ender Dragon and get an Elytra. Dragonfish says, as soon as you beat the Ender Dragon. 
Heathy Keithy says, the second you get an elytra and totems of a dying with netherite, it doesn't feel fun anymore. I have an S SMP and we restarted it four times. Well, again, the end game might be different for you. CTK says, once you beat the Ender Dragon or explore everything and get max armor and tools. CTK died while trying to get a max bow to kill the Ender Dragon. Well, exploring everything, that is quite, uh, that would be quite an accomplishment since, you know, the worlds are essentially infinite. And finally, HT says, once you defeat the Ender Dragon and maybe the Wither as well. So I think all of that was quite a good overview of what the general community thinks about the end game and how they define it. There's a lot of emphasis on either getting to the end dimension and doing things in the end dimension specifically, or coming to the end of certain progressions in the game. And I think those are generally some good ways to define end game, but also the a good thing to remember is it just you define it for yourself and it depends on what you want to accomplish in the game. Uh, end game could look different for you than it looks for me and than it looks for somebody else. So thank you guys for your answers. It was really, really great to explore this topic. And if you want your answers read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify and interact with the Q&A post there, or you can go to Discord and do it there as well. And I'll read out as many of those answers as I can in a future episode. Now, speaking of the Discord, guys, the link is in the description. Like I said, it is a great place to go and chat with listeners of the show, talk about the show, talk about ideas for Minecraft, talk about playing Minecraft, or even collaborate on the One Block Challenge. In the One Block Challenge of this week, the theme is light levels. If you need a refresher on how to participate and what the One Block Challenge even is, all of the information is in the description of this episode. Um, your deadline for sending me an idea is tomorrow. So I would get on it if I were you. Um, I've already got a lot of really great ideas in there, but there is obviously room for more. So uh, go and make sure that you are joined on the Discord if you want to see uh, those ideas take form and collaborate on some ideas as well, or you can just send it to me in an email, digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. Again, the deadline is tomorrow, and all of the information is in the description of this episode. All right, with that all of the way, let's get into the main discussion of this episode. And guys, because it is a Wednesday episode, I am continuing my discussion on imagining a new update for Minecraft. And in this update, we're looking at changing the way food works in Minecraft. Because right now, as food works in Minecraft currently, it's quite a mess. There's a lot of foods that just go completely untouched and ignored because they're worthless, they don't do much, or they're too far out of the way to even be worth going after. I'm thinking about rabbit stew in particular. Um, so there are a lot of different things in ways that food needs to be changed in Minecraft. And that's really what we've been looking at this far is how do we change this to be a better system, a more engaging system, a system that isn't really complicated or um, uh, confusing in how it works. So uh, to review what we've talked about so far, um, this update, this like theoretical update has done two things so far. First of all, in this update, saturation has become a more active part of gameplay in the form of a visible saturation bar. We added a visible saturation bar. Now this removes the unnecessary mystery from the saturation mechanic by visually demonstrating what it does. New players especially can quickly learn which food is best and how the healing and stamina mechanics work simply by seeing the 
saturation bar interact with the health and hunger meters. Secondly, what this update has done is that the whole structure of the food system has been torn down and rebuilt. I introduced the idea of ingredients as the most basic form of food, and ingredients act as the foundation for all tiers of food going forward. You will never move on from these ingredients, and they will be essential from early game to end game. So I defined ingredients as food that drops from mobs or that can be harvested from the world and is immediately ready to eat, requiring no preparation or crafting. These foods, these ingredients are easily accessible and do a basic job of keeping you from starving. All ingredients are generally the same in terms of how much hunger they fill. Uh, for instance, a piece of raw beef might fill the same hunger as three sweet berries, but it will take the same amount of time to eat a single piece of raw beef and uh, three sweet berries. So the amount of time put in equals the amount of hunger refilled with these foods. Now, I, I did change some foods that already exist in Minecraft um, that fit this description. I did change a few of them. First of all, and maybe the most significantly, is apples. You are able now to pick apples off of new apple trees. So apples don't drop from uh, the, the decaying leaves of oak trees and birch trees. Now you can pick them directly off of new apple trees. And along with these new trees obviously comes a new wood type, which would be apple wood. Um, I imagine this would be kind of a I don't know, maybe a rosy kind of colored wood. Um, maybe not so pink or anything. I feel like we do have a pink and a red wood. I'm not sure what this wood would look like. Um, maybe it would be more pale. I don't know. Maybe a more yellowy wood. That might be actually good. But apple wood would be brought to the game. And uh, these apple trees would be very, very common in the overworld and especially in the plains. I would say each plains biome would have at least two apple trees in them. Uh, sweet berries, I changed them so that they would grow in all forested biomes, not just the taiga. And they would also grow in the plains, but they would be a little less common. Mushrooms, I changed them so that they could be picked and eaten directly, and they would be common to find in fallen logs or in shady areas. Uh, seeds of all kinds would be able just to be eaten right away, and uh, kelp would no longer be a food source. Uh, they would be a fuel source, maybe a food source for mobs, but not for the player. Uh, but now, since we kind of reviewed all of the stuff that we've done so far in this update, now we can move on to the next step, the next tier of food, and I'm calling this tier prepared food. Now, prepared food requires cooking or crafting with ingredients, and they fill a healthy amount of hunger points. The same rule that applies to ingredients also applies to prepared food in that a piece of cooked beef, which is a prepared food, may fill the same amount of hunger points as three pieces of bread, another prepared food. But it takes the same amount of time to eat those things. So it takes the same amount of time to eat one piece of cooked beef as it does to eat three pieces of bread.
Now, some of these prepared foods might require some crafting components that are not technically in the ingredient tier of food, such as wooden bowls, sugar cane and sugar, or even coal to cook the food. But nevertheless, they are uh, prepared foods. The more complicated the food, like cooked beef requiring fuel and cooking time, the more hunger it fills, but the slower the player can eat it. Uh, so conversely, on the other hand, if the recipe is simple, like bread only requiring three wheat, uh, the less hunger it fills, but the player can eat it quickly. As a result, the prepared foods are generally balanced out in their effectiveness. So prepared foods, what, do prepare, what does this list of prepared foods look like? Well, first, it's all of the cooked meat, so beef, mutton, um, pork, chicken, all of the cooked meat, all of the cooked fish, uh, bread, pumpkin pie, cakes, cookies, uh, stew, which I've changed stew from just mushroom stew to be made with mushrooms and vegetables, which would also include the beetroot. So it makes the beetroot um, <laughs> relevant to the game. And stews would also be cooked in the cauldron and dipped out with wooden bowls. And then we have a completely new food source called fruit salad. Now, fruit salad would be used, um, would, would be crafted with watermelon, sweet berries, glowberries, and apples, and any other fruit types of food that we have in the game. I think that's, that's the only kinds of fruit that we have in the game technically. So watermelon, sweet berries, glowberries, and apples all together crafted into a bowl equals fruit salad. Um, so those are all the prepared foods. And now we have two tiers of foods. We have the ingredients that are ready to eat right out of nature and prepared food that require crafting or cooking with ingredients. Each tier of food so far incorporates and builds upon the one beneath it. And in next week's episode, in next week's Wednesday's episode, we will look at the next tier of food, which is called meals. Well, that'll bring us to the end of this episode, guys. Send me your questions, your comments, and ideas to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot, and I've been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode, everybody, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.